You're listening to View from the Back Row, part of the Front Row Network and NPR Illinois' Community Voices. This podcast looks at movies and TV through the lens of inclusion and representation of disabled characters and performers. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me for a special bonus episode of View from the Back Row. I am your host, Steve Sykes, and as we hit the midpoint of the week of March 28th, 2022, I thought I'd serve up some reactions to the 94th Academy Awards show, which blazed across the airwaves this past Sunday. Now, first, we have to talk a little bit about the slap heard around the world. It is not my place to judge any portion of the confrontation between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, But I did want to make a small point about the aftermath. Um, Some have described the ad-lib joke that Chris Rock made at Jada Pinkett Smith's expense uh, that started the whole kerfuffle as quote-unquote ableist uh, or discriminatory against those with disabilities. Now, first to quickly recap, Chris made a joke about Jada's bald style that she was sporting for the show, which was just a badass look, Um, and um, she was dressed in gorgeous fashion as well. Um, But um, Chris Rock's joke about Jada uh, was made with him apparently not knowing that she has a condition known as alopecia, which is essentially hair loss. Um, Now, alopecia is serious and not joke-worthy in any way, and um, it's it's just wrong to make fun of someone because of a disability or an illness or any other uh, form of punching down. Um, But I kind of want to make a distinction here. Um, Alopecia being serious is still not a disability, which is defined as an impairment that substantially limits one or more major life activities. Uh, Now, alopecia doesn't limit Jada's activities, and she has handled this uh, disorder like a total trooper. But, uh, and this is my opinion, uh, when you start calling jokes that aren't actually about a disability ableist, you start muddying the waters about what ableism is, and that in itself can perpetuate ableism. Now, some of you may think I'm making a big deal about semantics, and that's fine, I just wanted to throw it out there. Now, the big news of the night, as far as I'm concerned, is the marvelous movie Coda going three for three in the categories for which it was nominated. Uh, Troy Katzer for Best Supporting Actor, which I don't think was a real surprise for anyone, but also Best Adapted Screenplay, which was, in fact, a bit of a shocker, and, of course, Best Picture. So it went three for three, which is batting a thousand by any uh, mathematics Uh, It's a huge milestone for inclusion and representation, not just because the movie presented a realistic portrait of a deaf family, and not only because a large portion of the actors involved were deaf, but also because there was a lot of work done to include the perspective of those in the deaf community, um, led in no small part by Marley Matlin, who championed the cause of hiring more deaf performers to the cast. Uh, She was originally slated to be the only actual deaf actor in the ensemble, uh, but she uh, uh, went to bat for and ended up uh, 
helping cast some other wonderful performers, of which one uh, was uh, Troy Katzer, of course, and his uh, performance, if you have not seen it, it is truly award-worthy. Um, another important thing about CODA is uh, that it won Best Picture not just because it was, quote-unquote, the deaf movie, uh, but because it was also a love letter to singing and chorus singing in particular. And it was just a feel-good movie that, for the most part, earned those good feelings without sinking into sticky sweetness. Um, so massive kudos to CODA. Uh, one other note, and this is a sad one, uh, as I record this episode, new news has just come out today that Bruce Willis is retiring from acting because he is dealing with aphasia, a disability that impairs the ability of words to make it from your brain to your mouth. Um, this has to be just devastating for an actor, and we at the Front Row Network wish Bruce and his family the very best as they come to grips with this diagnosis. Now, as we wrap up this uh, bonus episode, I wanna tease you a bit about what's coming up for View from the Back Row. We have an interview scheduled with the author of a novel that's just come out featuring a disabled heroine in a spin on The Three Musketeers. We're also planning on taking a look at a horror movie from the wonderful decade of the 80s, that I consider a guilty pleasure without trying to encroach on our good friend and colleague uh, Lou Hare's territory. But for now, this is Steve Sykes saying, we'll see you in the front row. Thank you for listening to View from the Back Row. Have a question, a comment, or a request for a future episode? Contact us via email at backrowview at gmail.com or look for View from the Back Row on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or nprillinois.org.